We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Live from downtown San Francisco, this is 95.7 The Game. Raymond's got it left sideline. Let the celebration begin. With four titles in the last eight years, the run is not done. The Golden State Warriors once again are NBA champions in 2022. Is there a better place to be a sports fan than Northern California? Over the last 10 months, you've had a 107-win National League baseball team. You've had a National Football League team get to the NFC title game. And now, once again, Bay Area, you have got the best basketball team on the planet. Your proud home of the Golden State Warriors, 95-7 the game. There, stem the stern. And that's how we begin Father's Day with Dan Devone and Jim Cozumore. We are blessed, Dan. We are blessed. We certainly are. I think Tampa Bay may have something to say about that. They might. They might. Give it a shot. I mean, you get a Lightning and a Buccaneers championship in the same year. That's pretty good. Looking for a three-peat. Should the Lightning be able to pull it off? But now, nah, let's stay here as far as San Francisco and a celebration to, of course, go off on Monday. And it's been a rocky road, man. Coconuts like me sticking my <laughs> neck out there saying that this thing wasn't going to happen. Had to do complete public flogging. A mea culpa for four hours yesterday, Jim. You were Ooh. nowhere to be found to Ooh. sort of... Protect me. No, I was actually on the phone lines waiting to rip you. (laughs) You were adding to the verbal darts. Thanks, my man. (laughs) That's what I do. I had the dubs in five. It ended up being dubs in six. Any way you slice it, though, Dan, I got to tell you, at the start of the NBA season, I thought this was a team that was six through ten in the West. They probably get bounced in the first or the second round, and they have been fantastic, and they have certainly outdone any expectation that most any fan would have. And a lot of it, you know, here's what I got sucked into is that I bought into, you look at the fact that they don't have the athletes like that of Boston, pound for pound at every position they're outweighed. The other guys are taller. But the one thing that maybe all of us sort of overlook is the system and putting all that action, the ball movement, we sort of take for granted and think, well, everybody does that. That thing's getting old. And it ain't, man. They're the one team doing it, and they do it better than everybody. And they've continued that that ingredient, that recipe is still unique. And it still works. And they know how to find the right guys to plug and play this system because you can look at the four championships the Golden State Warriors have, and you can say they have been distinctly different versions of a team, all with the same three true guys, right? Starts with Steph, goes with Clay, you add Draymond. But it's the pieces around them each time they win a title that are intriguing. I know everyone muddles up into the Kevin Durant years that were here. But I will tell you this, of the four championships, Dan, this one for me might be the most satisfying 
of the four because first one, you could see them on the run up. They'd won 50 games under Mark Jackson. Mm-hmm. Things were going well. You kind of had a thought they were heading down that trail. They win the title. Now, it's still surprising and great to win a title, and the first one always tastes the sweetest. When they get Durant, you figure they're just flat out better than everyone else in the league, so they're going to be good. This one, to me, comes out of virtually nowhere, and the next thing you know, you're celebrating and you're going to have a great big parade. This one, to me, of the four, if I had to rank them, might be the one that's most satisfying. Most improbable, right? And I think Steve Kerr said totally this agree. was the most unlikely of all the championships. And maybe in the back of the head, we were saying, well, yeah, you still have the core and it could happen. But really, until, really, I think until I saw Steph Curry break down. By the way, did you get emotional when you saw Curry do that? Did you shed a tear? I shed a tear at most everything. I know. You're sort of I'm an a crier. Player. So right. it's, you know, that's unfair to use me as a barometer. But you shed did you shed a tear? I didn't shed a tear, but I could see You reached for a Kleenex though. I didn't reach for a Kleenex. What I did was I basically it was a culmination where I could recognize, wow, while he was thinking he I think he was indicative of a lot of us. I think he sort of represented a lot of sort of dub nation in that yeah, we know it could happen, and we know that we're still good, but the fact that we're here, we actually did it, all the crap we've been through, and we're still the best in basketball, it was like a pie in the face. Wow. Let me give you a comp to that moment for Steph Curry, who had won before this one has a certain meaning to it. Is it his Michael Jordan moment? Remember when Jordan had to go through all the trash of he's the best player on an average team, and then he had to run up against the Detroit Pistons, and he got slapped down once, and he got slapped down twice before finally breaking through. Then he goes up against the Lakers, and he wins the title, and there's that iconic picture of Jordan in the locker room holding, I would say, caressing the trophy, and he's in tears, and his forehead is on it, and he's kissed the trophy was Steph's moment the equivalent to the Jordan first title moment where they both had that very public exhale moment of this has just happened, I have been at the forefront of it? I would make it more analogous to the Michael Jordan winning it, and it unlocked that dam of emotion that had been bottled up with the gambling and the recent death of his father. I like that. Yeah, I agree. And he had, he had not publicly acknowledged and or had we been able to see – the loss of somebody that was so close in his life. But winning that championship, suddenly it was just an absolute avalanche of emotion. And I think I think that when you think of Steph Curry, similar in that he's sort of a stoic guy and that he doesn't, you know, he's not somebody that that is very outward with his emotion. And certainly we haven't seen him cry like that. And I, I would I would see it more analogous to that when Michael Jordan just lost it after I believe what was that, number five or six? It might have been number six when his dad died. That was it was in the grouping of second three after the first three that they had won. He left for a full year, came back for a part year, then the real yeah. rolling of the NBA started. So you're probably right, somewhere in that grouping of the second three. Listen, you're a big part of this program here on a Father's Day. Triple eight nine five seven nine five seven oh. That is the Xfinity Mobile text line. It's also our phone number here at 95.7 The Game, 888-957-9570. Maybe we can do a poll on our Twitter handle, 95.7 The Game, at at 95.7 The Game. List the four championships in the years. Rank them in order of most satisfying. Which one was most satisfying to you? And I do think this one has to rank right up there. Many of you could say, I loved watching them roll over the NBA when they had KD. To me, those were the most satisfying years because we were truly on top of the Big Rock Candy Mountain. 
Many of you might say the very first title because the first one is that first bite at the apple when you haven't tasted it since the mid-70s and most current Warrior fans don't even remember when Rick Barry and company were doing it to the NBA in surprising fashion back then. So that first title to them might be the big one. For me, this fourth title might be the one that is most satisfying, and it might be Steve Kerr and company's best job coaching a team. I digress for just a moment. Please Sorry. do. You mentioned Rick Barry. Do you ever the Locked On podcast hosted by Cyrus Sanchez, a guy that visits us here on ninety five seven the game, one of our favorites. And I just had to tune in on my flight to see this guy go bananas because he's a big homer. I figured this guy's head's going to explode. They just won the title. He's been he's been telling this was going to happen all year long. We're like, come on, man, come down to earth, put down the cocktails. What are you drinking? And he did this one with Rick Barry after the championship. You got to look it up. I, I, you know what? I can't. Words will not do this justice. And keep in mind, I'm on a flight. It's dark. All right. And I was already complaining, like, why do I got to pay for Wi-Fi? I got to pay for this flight. It's I know. Like, I agree. What is it with them? And I'm like, Rick Barry, I could swear right now, is shirtless. In a, he looked like Hugh Hefner. He's in this podcast I love with, that. with a robe, and he's rocking the gold chain. And I was just, I could not stop laughing and giggling. Oh, here's another one. I'm sorry. I'm going out of dark road. This is when I was going out there. So I'm like, all right, what do I do on my Wi-Fi? I'm not a big Wi-Fi guy. I'm not a big internet guy. I'm like, let me replay Coes and Devone. <laughs> you are hurting right now for something to do. So, You're killing yourself. So I'm listening, and we started that love you, Draymond. Yeah, that's right. We did. And we did it with a caller. But the caller, you know, they're two, sync, they're two seconds behind. So it was out of sync. <laughs> Tried to do it and it just did not sound right because the caller was clapping and we're talking. It didn't work. And you go, Devone. It sounds like we're four drinks in. <laughs> I started to giggle out loud <laughs> on a plane, and people were like, "What the hell's wrong with this guy?" I'm like, "Ah, oh, sorry, man. I should keep that laughter inside." That Anyways, is what we do. Rick Barry had me giggling, and I'm just telling you, look at him on that Cyrus Atchas locked on sports because the dude is rocking a robe, no shirt, and a gold chain. I might go to that during the break. To see my man Rick Barry. I used to love watching Rick Barry play good old number 24. Even when he, when he was with the Houston Rockets. And I believe he wore number two at home and number four on the road. Really? Because someone else, I think it was Moses Malone wearing 24 at the time. So he couldn't get his number. So he wore two different numbers. One at home and one on the road. That's wild. That's good Rick Barry knowledge. You've got plenty of knowledge as well. I know you want to hit us on the... Uh, uh, Xfinity mobile text line like the 707. Jordan was also sitting next to his father that moment. Happy Father's Day. And happy Father's Day to each and every one of you out there. We hope it is a fabulous day for you and your entire family. But anyway, on, maybe we could do the 95-7 the game poll. Can you guys hook that up? Or do we have... Uh, we're going to go to the men behind the glass. Introduce yourself, if you will, to the audience. Oh, everybody knows me at Brian with Y, and we got Chris. I know you're already getting ripped on the text line, by the way, from the I 925. Know, I know, but you know what? Hey, thanks for listening, right? Um, <laughs> we'll we got that pull up right in a second. We're working on it. All righty, that sounds good. Let us know when that happens. We'll have you go over there, and you can always follow me on Twitter, at NBCS. That's at K-O-Z-N-B-C-S. Brian is running the board. Chris is producing the mess. Chris doesn't talk, by the way. He does not. He is a mute. He's like Harpo. We got yes. we got to get him a little horn. Exactly. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a that's a reference for our audience members 60 and over. Good morning and happy Father's Day to you. Uh, Chris actually is going to be the most famous member of this show in a couple of months. Yes. And I will explain that later as Devon and Coes come to you. Excuse me, in a few weeks. Wow, that's been uh, already... That's already been edited from a couple of months to a couple of weeks. 
will become the most famous member of this group of four in a couple of weeks. He's a we'll badass, by that. the way. The dude is a badass. All right. He doesn't like to talk. Oh, by the way, but I'm sorry. I'm all over the map today. Well, I, I promise you I will fall in line and we'll get into the structure of the show. I keep... Why start now, Dan? So here's the thing. You mentioned the Chicago Bulls. Can I just go back to that for a second? Please because do. The last dance with Michael Jordan, I've heard some in, some people was making the analogies to what we're watch, witnessing with the Golden State Warriors. Is this their last dance? Right. And this is when they're down in the series. This is the antithesis of the last dance. In what way? Well, think about it. First of all, there is no Jerry Krause to be found when you're talking about management with the Golden State Warriors, whose full intent was to break it up. Right. The Golden State Warriors are the complete opposite in that they're willing to go not only $50 million over the cap, but whatever it takes. They didn't want to pay Scottie Pippen. They didn't want to pay. They wanted that thing broken up, and it was a foregone conclusion, hence the title, Last Dance. It's the complete opposite with the Golden State Warriors. Not only will we pay, but also what you have to keep in mind is that unlike the Chicago Bulls in the last dance when they won that title against the Utah Jazz, this is a team that is void of any of that sort of internal strife and or the drama because there was a lot of that infighting. There was, and it was good for a documentary. Yep. Meanwhile, the Golden State Warriors, this is sort of idyllic when you talk about the locker room and a bunch of guys that actually, and I really do believe, that when no one's looking, they get along and have drinks together. Well, when we continue later on in the program, we're going to get into that exact storyline because we can celebrate and should celebrate what just went on with this version of the Golden State Warriors. Tomorrow is going to be the big Bay Area-wide parade that they're going to have. Everyone's going to be flooding in downtown to hang with their favorite team and have some fun. But on Tuesday, they have to start making some tough decisions. And that includes decisions on Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins. And as you mentioned, they're willing to go so deep into the tax. They want to have a competitive team and continue to bring championship caliber basketball to the program. You take that, and I'll build on your program of antithesis to the Bulls. The Chicago Bulls, in the three years following their second three-peat, made more money in those three years than they did when they won the three-peats. Because they signed all of their corporate partners to three-year locked-in deals and then sold every player. They had the lowest salary structure among the lowest in the National Basketball Association, but they had a guaranteed sold-out crowd for three years because when you win championships, you sell out your crowd. They said, you know what, we're not going to raise your ticket price for three years, but you got to sign a three-year deal at whatever the price was at that time. Same thing with their corporate partners. Same thing with their local television. Same thing with their local radio. This was a money grab. It was a huge financial windfall for Jerry Reinsdorf and company when Crumbs Krause decided to break things up. And the argument was, we're going to get all these picks. He was the first, maybe the first, to go with the process of, we're going to tear it down, we're going to get all these draft picks, and we're going to rebuild our team in a more financially smart fashion. Remember, Jordan was making like $36 million a year at the time, yeah. which nobody was making. Now that's a common number. Wiggins is going to make $33 million next year. But Jordan was making thirty six in the 90s when no one was near that, so the Bulls made more money. Joe Lacob, Joey Lightyears and company, do not care about that. They care about chips. That's why they're the best ownership, maybe. In pro sports, it's going to be interesting going forward because you can you bring everybody back? I've already heard reports that Mike Brown is, you know, he's wooing, second guessing going to Sacramento. 
Well, no. By the way, we need to talk about Mr. Atkinson. Yeah, we do. We do. Coming back to the Golden State Warriors. Because I'll go full-on conspiracy, and I'll take that a step further. Has Steve Kerr blown into somebody's ear? Because we know Steve Kerr is a different sort of guy, and he's going to go out a little bit differently. He's not going to go down with the ship and hang on to that thing for the next five years and he's wait for gonna, the Warriors to be a He's not going to Popovich this thing where he's no. going to hang around and hang around and hang around. He's obviously got different things going on in his life. I'm wondering if there wasn't a conference. Because if you're a head coach, you're a, it's in your DNA. Right. You're only an assistant waiting for your next head coaching opportunity. For So for Atkins to, to do a complete about face, that's highly unusual. That's all I'm saying. Yep. And I would not be surprised if in the coming months, Steve Kerr decides to go out Mikey Ruzioni. Interesting. On top. Interesting. How many people have left, walked off to the sunset, aside from you, Ruzioni, uh, Jim Brown? As far as being on top in a winner. Sandy Koufax, age of 32, deciding to shut it down. That's one. Jordan, finishing after his second three-peat, wow, shutting it down. Came, he came back from Washington. You're right. That was gross. That was. <laughs> Jordan in a, was it 45, number 45 Washington Wizards jersey? Or was it 23? I don't no, remember. No, you're right. He didn't even have the same number, and he couldn't dunk. And Oh, God. That was atrocious. That is an interesting take. Why, why else would you... Is it, be, you know, this idea that, well, now I can become the top assistant? Well, you already knew you were going to be the top assistant because Mike Brown, it was a foregone conclusion, was off to Sacramento. Why this quick pivot after a title? And I would not be surprised if Steve Kerr said, hey, listen, man, I'm out. This is all yours. We've had a, it's been a hell of a run, but man, it takes a lot out of you. I mean, imagine what they've done. You go to five straight NBA finals. Then you have to go through the muck of COVID. Then you come back finally with an 82-game schedule. You march through it and again play deep into June. Remember, that five-year stretch the Golden State Warriors played, Dan, the Warriors played the equivalent of six NBA seasons. If you just count their playoff appearances and playoff games, in those five years they played 82 playoff games and finals games combined. So that's six seasons within a five-year span. Then you go through covid then you go through the 82 games and win again, There, you could be onto something. You could be Detective Dan. And he's got so many other things going on in his life. And his health has always been a question about the back. Yeah. I would not be surprised if this guy get, does something in the, in the public sector. We obviously know how social justice is so important on the forefront of what it is that he does and conducts his life. And meanwhile, I think that, you know, when you talk about Kenny Atkinson, Again, this is a guy who's a head coach, and his head coaches, you go wherever. They are a strange breed. It does not matter. You're just waiting for the next opportunity. You don't suddenly become an assistant coach and then settle into that position. No. You're looking to be a next head And Charlotte, let me tell you something about Charlotte. That's a good, young, up-and-coming basketball team. You got LaMelo Ball. I mean, that's not Sacramento. So I'm just saying it's highly interesting that he does an about-face following the title. Why you got to kick Sacramento? Because they're they're, they're they're ninety miles away. You got to kick Sacramento. I was in Sacramento yesterday. Were you really? I was there you yesterday. You blew a tire. You're on your way to Tahoe. Why no. else would you stop in Sacramento? I, it was actually it was a personal reason. A, a very close family friend had All passed right. away. We went to a. a, a I'm sorry a, to hear that. Yeah, exactly. It was a. But it's a lovely town. We love the people in Sacramento. And with that. We always remind you, you can jump on board. You're doing a great job on the Xfinity mobile text line this morning. Uh, Steve Kerr 
will step down after he coaches Team USA from the 5-1-0. Dan, I think you're starting a movement here from the 9-2-5. Dan, that was my theory yesterday. I'm telling you, Dan, you might you might be onto something to the point where Warrior fan, I wonder if they get a little nervous thinking that the face of the franchise other than Steph Curry is Steve Kerr. Yeah, and I wonder if we don't all sort of take it for granted because he's a coach. But it, it takes a special somebody to sort of do what it is that he does. And I'm not talking about being a tactician, albeit I think he outcoached the hell out of Udoke as well as anybody else he went up against in this year's, you know, in the playoffs. But I do believe that it's just at some point, you know, he became the clear leader of that, of that basketball team. And I don't know that that was necessarily, and I'm, I'm primarily talking about his relationship with Draymond Green. And when Draymond Green sat on that fourth quarter, what was a game four, I believe, it was clear to me that Steve Kerr is the king of this mountain. And I had some doubt at times. I thought that it was Draymond Green that pretty much did as he pleased. But that's not the case. And I think Steve maybe doesn't get enough credit for being the guy that's able to manage all those personalities and do it in sort of a unique way. All right, so we've got the poll up. Uh, let's go to Brian with a Y, who's getting crushed on the Xfinity Mobile text line. Brian, we'll let you announce to the masses what's going on. Yes, yes, thank you, Jim. And shout out to the Xfinity Mobile text line. And the poll is up on our social media pages on Twitter at 957thegame. And it's a simple question. Out of the four recent titles, which one was the most satisfying? 2015? 2017, 2018, or 2022. I love it. Get on that poll and tell us what you think. 888-957-9570. That's the text line here. It's also our phone number here at 95.7 The Game. Uh, so we're going to do a lot of Warriors stuff today. There's no question about that. And there are a lot of different angles that are going on with the Golden State Warriors. Yes, you got to celebrate the victory. Yes, you got to consider whether or not it was uh, the most satisfying victory of all. Parade, are you going to be there? Where are you going to be on the parade route? What are you looking forward to? But we will get into the future of the Golden State Warriors and what you have to look at and the decisions you have to make moving forward with this team. We also understand, Dan, that this is Father's Day. And with Father's Day, we always like to have something fun to talk about. This is a day that we are supposed to celebrate as a family. Many of us have fond memories of our fathers. Many of us are fathers now and have great things that we remember that we have done with our family members and our children. So I thought I'd throw this out there. What's your favorite Father's Day memory? What's your favorite father's moment regarding sports? Was it your father taking you to an event? Was it you taking your father to an event? Um, was it you taking your children to an event? What stands out to you? So as you call in or if you hit us on the Xfinity mobile text line, give us a little remembrance, if you will, a short one, a brief one, that you can remember that you did with your dad that made you love sports. And I'll tell you something, those are some of the great bonding moments that we have in America, North America, which is coming together over some type of sport where you learn it from dad or you teach it to son or daughter. I think that's pretty cool. Cats in the cradle and a silver Look spoon. Look at you. I'm going to go. Where's the Kleenex? When you come on home, son, I don't know when, but we'll get together then. Don't let that happen. No, it's, it is a, it's a special day. How about you? You want to uh, kick that off? You know what? There's so many for me because that's how we bonded. Um, I'll probably choke up. Uh, my dad passed. It'll be nine years in October. And... You know, there are a bunch of them 
that he took me to. But one thing that I'll remember is is one of the last games we ever went to together, which was the Bears Super Bowl in the mid-2000s down in Miami. I was able to – my dad – Remember Rex Grossman? That was the Rex Grossman losing to Peyton Manning. Opening kickoff. Opening kickoff moment is the moment. And then Prince playing at halftime in the rain. It was an <laughs> unbelievable show, right? But – I was able to get my dad into the Super Bowl because he got us into the first Bears championship Super Bowl down in New Orleans. You went to that? Went to that. We were there. 86. We were, our whole family was in New Orleans. New England Patriots. Went to the game. Exactly. The blowout. Blowout of all blowouts. So we went to that one. Later on, I'm working in Sacramento at the time. I have a good relationship with the Raiders organization. I'm able to get, it turned out, I think I got eight tickets Six or eight tickets to the Super Bowl. Face value was like 600 bucks at the time. So I was able to get those tickets, paid for them, and I flew my dad down to Miami, and we stayed down there, and we went to the game together. And there's a picture that I have in my office. I just looked at it this week because I'm moving some stuff around. And it's he and I in the rain, arms around each other, big smiles on our faces. Oh, wow. And the moment that uh, Devin Hester runs that kick back for a touchdown – is the single greatest moment I can think of being live at a sporting event in my life. Because my dad and I are just going ape. We're going crazy. We're loving every minute of it. And uh, so that's one great memory that I have with my father. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that is was, fantastic. It was really cool. So wow. feel free to jump on board. 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. I'm sure you have many great memories. Or maybe you took your kid. Like for me, first sporting event I ever took my kids to here in the Bay Area. Oakland A's game, 4th of July. First time they ever went to a game, we ended up having those diamond seats. So they're eating all the free candy and food and stuff that they wanted. It was just a great memory because where we were sitting, I happened to take one of my daughter, Ava, uh, back to the bathroom, and we're coming back. We went down the wrong aisle. My, it was the Cubs A's. My dad's watching in Chicago. We walked down this one aisle. My dad calls me and goes, are you at the Cubs game? I said, yeah. He goes, I just saw you and Ava. You were walking in behind home plate. And so it was really a cool moment where I got to take my kids and my dad got to see me with my kids sitting at the game, at a Cub game, against the A's at the Coliseum. So that's another great memory that I have. That's awesome, man. That yeah. is, that's what it's all about. Yeah. And that I'm, is fantastic And my stuff. guess is there are a lot. In fact, I've got a buddy of mine out in uh, the East Bay. He took his son to the Warrior Game 5 earlier this week. Was that on Tuesday? And I talked to him, and he was making his way out to the game, and uh, – that's a great memory. He said, we're making memories here. He yeah. said, I, it doesn't matter how I got the tickets. I got the tickets, taking my son, and we are making memories. That's going to be a memory they will have the rest of their lives. That's fantastic. Yep. A lot of stuff going on in the world of sports. 888 Tell you what. You want to hit Mike or you want to have him tip off the next segment? Give me Mike. Give me Mike. There you go. We need someone to be decisive and make decisions, and Dan Devone does just that. San Francisco, Mike, we welcome you into 95-7 the game. Dubs and Dub Nation, you're on top of the world right now, Mike. This happened the last time yeah, we were see, together, you know Dan. What, man, this is why I don't make these decisions. Mike, I call for you, and you let me down. I'll tell you what. Never you know do what? that again. My guess is it's a Brian with a Y problem. Yeah, you can rip him when at triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero on the Xfinity Mobile text line. Why don't we step aside? We'll get that all fixed up, Mike. I promise you. When we come back, you're the first call. You can join us as well, Dubs and Dub Nation. You hitting the parade tomorrow? Where are you going? What are you looking forward to? All that 
plus your most satisfying Warriors championship. Which one was it? It's all coming up with Dan Devone and Jim Cozumore on 95.7 The Game. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Congratulations to the 2022 NBA champion Golden State Warriors from 95-7 The Game. Now back to 95-7 The Game. Parade, baby. Parade route. You got your lawn chairs out there, Dan? Are you ready for the parade route? It starts at 1120 tomorrow morning. We're going to have full and complete coverage here on 95-7 The Game. Everyone's going to be going crazy for this thing tomorrow. Go nuts! Go nuts, Bay Area! Do you get some details for people? I know they call in from time to time. I want to know where, when, and sort of the uh, nuts and bolts. We've got the nuts, but not the bolts yeah. right now. So I'll tell you what the nuts are. The parade is going to be Monday. It's going to begin at 11.20 a.m. It will begin at Market and Main Street right here in the city. It will go all the way up Market about a mile and a half, maybe just shy of a mile and a half, all the way to Market and 8th Street. They're anticipating that the entirety of the event... That starts at 11.20 a.m. will end at 2 in the afternoon. So, what's that? Two hours and a half, 2.40 for the whole thing. I don't know yet, and this is the bolts part of the nuts and bolts, stand. I don't know if there will be a subsequent rally at the end of said parade. Now, I don't know if that's a COVID issue, but we don't know also the location. Because usually it's what at the Civic Center. Some people have suggested... You know, Thrive City would be the logical choice. That would be. And then, of course, obviously, that's the opportunity for Steve. I mean, you can't have a rally unless you hear from an intoxicated athlete and or the coach addressing the throngs and millions of people like that of the Pope. I mean, this is that's that's why you do these things. Much the same way the Warriors celebrated by mocking Boston fans with the bleep you Draymond chant in the locker room. Will Warrior fans do the same with a bleep you Draymond when Draymond in a, a and he has been slightly intoxicated in past parades. If a slightly intoxicated Draymond Green grabs a microphone, will the fans lovingly 
begin chanting, believe you, Draymond. <laughs> that, see, this is why you need this. Man. I know. I know. I, I mean, remember Steve Kerr knocked it out in Chicago. Remember that? He stuck it to Michael Jeffrey Jordan in his speech is what he did. It had wit, a little, uh, and he brought the place down. That's what these moments were. I remember Mark Madsen, the goofiest, whitest dude on the planet, tried to dance out in Los Angeles, and that still has people giggling in front of, you know, the the millions and the throngs of of everybody out there in the Southland celebrating one of those those, uh, those NBA championships. So these these are moments. They provide indelible, lasting impressions for all of us. You're giggling. What do you got? Well, there's a lot of stuff that we can get to. We want to remind everyone you can get us on our uh, 95.7 The Game Twitter poll, which is of the four Warriors championships, which is most satisfying? We have the four listed at our Twitter handle of at 957 The Game. So go there, jump on board. We'll check in from time to time. Plus, we want to get your Xfinity mobile text line texts that come in today. But we've, we have promised a phone call, and we will deliver a phone call. Has Brian with a Y, who runs the board here, fixed everything so that our good friend, San Francisco Mike, can talk about his favorite NBA team. Mike, you're on the uh, you're on the, do- the dole right now. You're on our dime right now. You've got the dance floor. What do you got on the dubs, my friend? Good morning, fellas. Happy uh, Father's Day to all out there. Uh, just incredible. Uh, this was definitely the sweetest of the four, even though I didn't love that first one being there. Um, being able to go to game two. I think so many trials and tribulations, honestly speaking, and I'm a diehard fan like a lot of Dub Nation, but I didn't think they could get back to this point. I just felt like the clay injury, uh, Draymond wasn't the same player. I thought Curry was still his awesome self, but it's so hard to get back to this point. I just felt like the rest of the league had just caught up to him, and and I'm glad I was dutifully wrong. And being there at the Thursday night at Chase Center for the watch party and sold out, it was insane. Getting to watch them win it in Boston, which I love. To some, I don't know, some delusional Warrior fans I talked to wanted them to have a Game 7 back at Chase. Screw that. I wanted them to clinch it in Boston <laughs> to watch all those Boston bums have to wa- witness them losing the first time in their building. And that was just a captivating performance. So many awesome, amazing performances. Curry finally silenced all the nonsense, jackass losers in the sports media and all the critics with his finals MVP. Not that he ever needed it. He's an all-time great regardless. But now they're just going to have to find something else. Now now, now they're starting in with their, the payroll nonsense. But screw all that. Uh, just his team itself, just thrilled for them, captivated. To me, I thought, obviously, Curry's going to get all the headline shots. To me, Andrew Wiggins really, really elevated himself as a stud. Obviously, you know, workouts is the number one pick Minnesota coming here. To me, at times, he was their best player. I just thought the way he took Jason Tatum out of the game in the series completely with his terrible turnovers, just locking them down, making them take terrible shots. I think he ended up shooting, uh, what, the worst percentage in finals history from the two-point range. That was all Andrew Wiggins there. He could just discombobulated him, guys. And I just felt like just a complete clink. Remember, before the series started, I'm listening to all these experts and analysts say Boston in five. I'm like, what are you guys watching? Did you see them? They were a, a Jimmy Butler three-point away from losing to a hobbled and beaten up Miami team. And you think they're going to come in and, and punk this this championship late Warrior team? And so you know the game, baby. All that and to win it, Mike. You were on it, babe. You were on it. I yeah. mean, you you're absolutely right. And you got a lot of stuff in there. Thanks for getting it started. I hope you have a great Father's Day. Thank you for the well wishings. 
He was taking shots at the media. He was taking shots at people who didn't believe in the Warriors. And you know what? When you're the champion, you can do that. I love Mark. He's just another angry guy from the city. He is, but he's angry and yet still happy that his team is sticking it to everybody else. Right? I didn't see a lot of happiness in Mike this morning. Mike, come over here. We're all going to give you a group hug, baby. Yeah. But Mike, yeah, just, you know, here's what you do, Mike. Is that, and I liked it. I, I like guys like that. That's who I grew up with. There's even when we rejoice, there's a bit of spite. But this is where we're at now, Mike. <laughs> is that all of that that venom? You direct that energy into a celebration, because Boston's in the rearview mirror. And you're right; it's not the first time that a visiting team has won an NBA championship. I think the Lakers are the last team to do it back in. I think, if memory serves me, '85, the last to dance on, on the uh, on the on the lucky uh, leprechaun there, but. Mike, take that energy, get yourself a cold one. If you want to get down to market, do you, but just dance, my man. Enjoy. He mentioned Andrew Wiggins, and he was a star of this series. Just keep this in your hip pocket. Did we just see the best of Andrew Wiggins for the last time? Okay, that's my tease. We're going to get into that for a second. All right, so just hang in there. But we've got callers, 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. Xfinity Mobile text line, phone line. Let's go to Hayward. Linda is next up. Linda, we welcome you in on a Father's Day. We hope you're having a great Sunday. And Golden State Warriors, you get a chance to put a button on it. How was the season for you? I'm excited because I was um, at the 2019 uh, finals when we lost to Toronto Raptors, and I saw Clay got injured. So to see them win right now is exciting. And I was at the three Oakland parades, so to see it in San Francisco now is something else. Just amazing, right? I mean, just completely amazing. It's going to be an interesting parade as well. Um, We're getting this on the text line, Dan, and it is no stage like last time because of COVID. That's from Mm. the 808. Now, I'm not making editorial comments here, but you had – what, 20,000 fans inside of your stadium. You had maybe an equal number of people outside the stadium watching the game, and they're fine. So if they're not having a stage because of that, I think the city's missing out on something. That could be a great kumbaya moment for everybody. Hmm. So, well, here's the problem is that we need some sort of official word. And as far as I can tell, I mean, have you seen anything in terms of a published report? I have not. I have not seen a published report, and I've been searching all over the place. And we do have texts into the proper authorities okay. that we will hopefully get that answer. In fact, I may reach out next break. I may reach out to the greatest PR man in uh, pro sports today. Ritter? And see, yep. Right. Raymond Ritter is the hands-down best PR guy in pro sports today. Wow. And I will, I will see if I can reach out to Raymond and get a, a specific answer. This from the 925, our friend Ernie in Concord. I remember when Coase had his lawn chairs at Lake Merritt in 2019. I think they're still there. Lawn chairs was lonely that day in 2019 with a rough loss. So uh, I had uh, proclaimed that I had put my lawn chairs out early, getting ready for a good look at the parade. But I claimed it this time as well. I mean, honestly, I said this time. They were going to win in five. It took them six, even after they lost game one. Hey, you know what? It all started with you and me, by the way. Remember, they lose game one. Yeah. And then 
we talk about, you know, I drove in and the first thing I see is is a, a oh, Celtic right. fan in his yeah, green yeah, yeah, yeah. and his jacket. And then we had the guy call up who was taking his mock. son to the game, mock. And we said, what are you wearing, a JoJo White or a oh, hammer yeah, check? Yeah, and he yeah, goes, yeah. no, I'm wearing a Michael Jordan blue yeah. North Carolina. Made no sense. That's when you, you called him out and said, there is no connection. You guys are done. And that's when this series turned around, Dan. Yeah, and then unfortunately I had to jump back on their bandwagon, but that's right. It's been it's been a fun ride, man, hasn't it? I mean, just the ebb and flow of the playoffs. And Boston is you have to really sort of getting back to the previous caller. Listen, you beat Toronto, they're a bunch of Canucks, the Canadians. Wow. Yeah. How dismissive of my, those are my people. I'm indicting an entire country. My children are all Canadian. My wife is Canadian. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, what's funny when I was in, so I was back in New York. And so New York, I had to step into a bar with some buddies. I I said, I just gotta, I gotta take the pulse. Where's everybody at? It's New York. Are you pulling for the Warriors or Boston? Clearly Warrior fans. Really? Oh yeah. And they don't like Steph. Oh, I get it. They don't necessarily like the Warriors. It's Boston. Yeah, it's it their anti-Boston playing against right, Boston. Right, so they're, it's, it's, it's it's the anti-Boston. In. Absolutely, it's interesting that you say they're not big Steph guys because they don't like Steph. I think the big Steph Curry coming out moment was the fifty-four he had at Madison Square Garden when he had fifty-four against the Knicks. That was his real. All right, everybody, the game is about to change. Moment, and everyone in New York rallied around that guy. Um, they they were the ones who promoted the fact, you know how it is, New York media writes about you, it must be true. They fell in love with the guy. That's when everything started to change for Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors. And now they've completely turned. I will say this, I don't think America loves the Golden State Warriors. No, they don't. America does. All you have to do is look at the network TV ratings. You've got the most current version of a dynasty, the Golden State Warriors, versus one of the two most important franchises in the history of the NBA, the Boston Celtics, Lakers being the other. And the ratings were the lowest since 2007. NBA's got serious problems they got to figure out. Yeah, and it's one of those that I think that you're envious and you just don't like. Look, there's no warts on Steph. He does everything right. He's a good-looking guy, married with a family, and he's not somebody that you're going to read about in terms of domestic abuse or somebody that got liquored and, and got a DUI. So, you know, it's, it's one of the – we as people – and this isn't relegated to the United States, but we like when people fail, right? We like failure. We sort of revel in that. And the Golden State Warriors, if if anything, people will watch them to lose. So that's that's the role I think the Warriors have taken on from a national perspective, unfortunately. It is not a Sunday show with Devon and Coase unless we hit the phone lines at 888-957-9570. And our good friend Philmo Mike weighs in. Philmo, what's happening, brother? Hey, man, I don't know nothing about no ratings, but I know the ratings <laughs> in the Bay, the cube level, We was it was all Warriors. We didn't care about nothing. We didn't care about Trey Lance. We didn't care about Jeff Garcia beefing with some girl on ESPN. It was all Warriors, bro. All we wanted to talk about was, uh, is Kaminga coming off the bench tonight? You feel <laughs> Thank me? Thank you. In the championship game. You had, you had callers calling up talking, saying anything. Hey, Coles, Coles, I love you, bro. I've been calling every show just to, just to shout him out. Devon, you was tripping. Yeah. You feel me? You got the little Hawaiian accent. You was tripping on the – I don't know why you got the – you went to Boston. You took a flight to Boston, and now you're talking about Mock. 
You feel me? Black. <laughs> exactly, baby. Coast, I need some alcohol talk. I need to talk about some food today, baby. We'll do it, baby. Crack it. You make me feel good every time I hear you. I love Filmo Mike. Filmo, you and I got to hang out, baby. Filmo Mike always weighing in on this program, and he does a great job, and he does make some sense. In about 31 other markets in America, all of local sports talk radio was bombarding hosts with talk of minicamp, NFL minicamp. And if that town had a quarterback situation, and if they have a financial situation with a player who didn't show up for mandatory minicamp, or if there was a position battle going on, or if there was a first-round draft pick who wasn't healthy and wasn't participating, that's all they were talking about in 31 other markets. The San Francisco 49ers have a massive quarterback question coming up in the coming season. After getting to the NFC title game, they are going to change quarterbacks to an unknown property. That many say they overpaid for. No one said a darn thing about it. No <laughs> they one will was, now. They, they will now. They Thank will, you. Exactly. But because Filmo Mike is dead on straight right, all we talk about here, the great Golden State Warriors. I get it, right? I get it. That's the beauty of Filmo Mike, the simplicity. I don't give a damn about ratings in any other market. That's I just, right. I'm just here in San Francisco doing my thing. And, and he is. We're just going to live in that. We're just going to bask in that glow for the next. Well, here's the problem is how long does this hangover last before we got to go Trey Lance and middle inning relief with the San Francisco Giants? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have that on my list. I, it's funny. I have two things on my list of things to talk about today. One is what Phil Mike was bringing up is that here we are in a market that has it has the current greatest basketball team. We've had the most recent baseball dynasty, and I call the Giants three wins a dynasty, right? Because they did it in every other year fashion with different guys along the way. And we have maybe the greatest football dynasty with the five championships that the 49ers have won. And so I, I wanted to get into some Niners discussion and Filmo just he waves right over it. Nope, we don't want to talk about that stuff. We want to talk about the dubs. I totally get that. I also have on my list the Giants. Do they need to add another piece oh, if they want to compete with the Padres and the Dodgers? Don't do it to me. My guess is we're not going to get there today, Dan. No, don't do that to me. Please. I even have the players the Giants should be adding at the trade deadline. I'd rather I'd rather want to, <laughs> I'd rather spend an hour and a half on what it is that Chris Chioza will be drinking on Monday's parade. I'd rather spend the next two hours deciding whether JTA will return will, will remove his shirt. And celebrate like no. I would rather talk for the next two hours in terms of who will be the most inebriated at this year's parade mm-hmm. in celebrating the Golden State Warriors. I will That's tell where you where I live. There have been some fabulous moments at some of these parades. There were some players last championship that were leaving their assigned float, jumping over to high five fans. At one point, I thought one of those gates was going to tumble over, and we were going to see about oh, no. twelve different snapped legs. Because you know those big gates that they put up, but they never secure them quite well enough? Who concert? Exactly. I thought we were going to get a really ugly uh, happenstance. Not on purpose. And not because of any ugliness. It's just because people were so fervently in love with the players who were coming over to high-five people. So uh, I'm looking forward to the celebration and how it goes down tomorrow down Market Street. And we, of course, will be covering it all day long here. And it'll start early in the morning with the guys in the morning talking about it. 
Uh, but keep it locked to 95.7 The Game. And if you're near a television set, you'll want to watch the NBC Sports Bay Area coverage because they are the proud home of the Golden State Warriors on television. They will have special access to a lot of these guys. So those are the two best uh, avenues to get the best coverage for the parade and what's going on. And as we take a look at the Xfinity Mobile text line, the 408 longtime listeners to 95.7 The Game. Jim, have you formally apologized to all Warriors fans you called delusional to begin the season? I think I have sufficiently over the past few Devon and Co. shows pointed out how I considered this a 6-10 through 10 team in the Western Conference, not a team that was going to be 1-4, through four, let alone have a chance to win the title. And I think I ran down five teams at the start of the year that I thought were better than the Golden State Warriors. I thought Denver was better. I thought Utah was better. I thought Phoenix was better. I thought the Lakers were better. Why? What's going on, Jim? Who am I missing out on that I thought was better than the Golden State Warriors in the Western Conference? Did I think Memphis was better? I think Memphis, they might have been on my list of teams that I thought were better than the Golden State Warriors. But, yes, I think I have sufficiently given the mea culpa 408 from the start of the year, all remembering I picked the Warriors in five once we got to the (laughs) You know what it comes down to is that you get off to the 18 and 2 start. You got waxed here by Indiana. Remember that Indiana game? Oh, man, there were so I. many games where they were just circling the drain. You're like, oh god, this team is terrible. It's not going to happen this year. And we would we would sit here and we'd take the pulse day in and day out here on Sports Talk Radio, the flagship station. But this gets back, to, you know, if you were to make again, you've been talking about the San Francisco Giants, and this is just sort of sports as an overview. It's about playing your best basketball at the most opportune time, that being the end of the season. Remember the Warriors finally put it together? And to their defense, they had so many missing pieces throughout the entire season. Clay's coming back. All right, Clay's back, but Draymond's out. Steph would miss time. You're, you're, all of a sudden, you have this emergence of a young player in Jordan Poole, in Jonathan K- I mean, there were so many things going on, and they finally figured it out in the postseason. Yep. And that's when that tidal wave took off. It took that long throughout the duration of the entire season before it all sort of fit, came together, and boom, there was no looking back. How many days of programming did we get asking the question, when should Draymond start to come off the bench for Steve Kerr's team (laughs) because he's screwing things up offensively and they've got to bring him in off the bench because they're better off when, name the player, was playing with the starting unit. Yeah, I would take it a step further. I remember, again, a low point of the season when Draymond Green announced, hey, listen, I'm going to see my buddy LeBron James break the all-time NBA scoring record next year. I don't care if we have a game. I don't care where we're at. Coach Mm -hmm. Kerr, I will not be there. And, of course, he walked it back afterwards. But I remember getting on the air going, Draymond, that's enough. I had enough of you. Yep. The love-hate relationship is tilted too far the other way. There's no walking you back. Get the hell out of town. I would go that far with it. I mean, there were times we were just like ranting on Draymond. Not only him, but I think it was a level of frustration of the team that wasn't doing well at the time. And I think his podcasts were sort of a reflection of that, some of what it was that he was saying. And here we are at the end of the day, dancing on Market Street. Still maybe the most, I think, um, He is the most opinionated, but the most opinions about any Golden State Warriors, Draymond Green. And my guess is, even after four chips, here's a guy who goes to Michigan State for four full years, gets drafted in the second round because the other NBA general managers and organizations say, well, if he was that good, he would have come out earlier, right? Because if you stay in college for four years, you must not be that good of a player. You had to stay there for some certain reason. 
he ends up being one of the best players, if not the best, if you base it on chips, in that draft, right? A Hall of Famer. Exactly. He's a Hall of Famer, and yet we can go on the air and find maybe 49% of the people who will say, got to get rid of that guy. All right, we've gotten the most we can out of Draymond Green. Time to move on Draymond Green. Now, I bet you right now, whether they're wa- willing to admit it or not, there are a lot of fans to that very point that I've had enough of the guy. Like, you just it's too much to go through 82 games of this guy. But you know what, Coase? He has to live in that world in order for, I think, for him to be as good as he is. Right? Yeah. Doesn't he have to? Oh, like, absolutely. That's part of what makes him the great. He pushes the edge of that envelope. Right. That's that's what motivates this guy. And you want to know something else? There are 29 other teams who currently hate Draymond Green. But, man, if he was wearing the jersey oh. of the Indiana Pacers or the Charlotte Hornets or the New Orleans Pelicans, that'd be the number one selling jersey. And they would go, you know what? What a great locker room guy. Brings everyone together. Gets everyone to play hard. I'm telling you, he's the guy you hate. Until he's wearing your colors. Quintessential. Yep. I would put maybe Barry Bonds at one and Draymond at two. That's interesting. Well, I think if Barry Bonds plays for anybody else other than the San Francisco Giants, you hate the guy. But, of course, if he was a Los Angeles Dodger. I hear you. I hear you. I mean, there's got to be. I'm trying to think of other athletes. That's a good list. We can think of that because we're up against it. Thank you, 707. Glad to hear you admit to you being wrong. Thank you very much. He says, hopefully, Bonte will stop bashing you. Let me tell you something. Bonte Lacob started this whole thing at the beginning of the year with the Warriors are top four in the West and blah, blah, blah. I don't even think he believed it, but he knew he was doing Warriors pregame live. So he wasn't going to come out and say anything less than that. And my friend Bonte Lacob can stick it to me all he wants because he was right and I was wrong, and that's why you should listen tomorrow. The end. There's two of us then are falling on the sword. I thought I was the only guy that had to get up here and just absolutely. Well, you're the most recent. I started the year that way. You ended the year with it. <laughs> That's why we're Hi, the bookends. Hi, everybody. It's Devon Coase. <laughs> we're the only two hosts that were ripping the Warriors this year. Welcome to the post-game celebration here on 95.7 The Game. That is a great lead into what we're going to do next, Dan. The Golden State Warriors have to make serious decisions. They just won their fourth chip. And there are two guys who are up for extensions. Should the Golden State Warriors do it, or did we see the last of one of them? That's all straight ahead. Dan Devone, Jim Cozumore, you can hit us up, 888-957-9570. It's the Xfinity Mobile text line. It's also the phone number. We're here until 1 o'clock this afternoon on a Father's Day on 95.7 The Game. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.